Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thanks for joining us for another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and I'm the project's communications project manager at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, my guest is Dave Robertson. He's the CEO of an NCIA member company, Kukuza, K-U-K-U-Z-A. It's really fun to say. Uh, It's a Rose Ryan company. They help cannabis companies with finance and accounting. We all need that. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Dave. Thanks so much, Bethany. I'm excited to be able to join you today. Absolutely. Um, so let's let's jump in and get to know you a little bit better. Um, I'd love to hear more about your background and your experience and your your industry experience before coming to help out the cannabis industry. What did you do before that? Yeah. Um, so I started uh, actually was trained as a lawyer and started working as a uh, legal consultant when I got out of law school. And uh, after a couple of years, I moved into the technology industry, um, starting as a lawyer, um, stayed in that industry for about 35 years. And during that time, I worked in virtually every business discipline, legal, finance, HR, IT, sales, supply chain, customer support, and finally R&D, mm. uh, ending as the uh, chief executive officer of Hitachi Data Systems and then uh, a period at HP running storage for them as well. Mm. So I, I've had kind of all the C-suite titles, right? Chief financial officer, chief legal officer, chief information officer. So you know, I've had a lot of roles where I've had to set the policy and make sure the company accomplishes its goals in that particular field. Uh, about eight years ago, I shifted back to advising and consulting with companies decided that uh, I would enjoy that more. And uh, during that time, advised four or five companies a year, typically. And Mm. uh, during my career also, I served on uh, a number of boards, five public companies and uh, 10 or more private companies. Uh, And on the public companies, one of note for this industry is a company called IGT, International Gaming Technology. And uh, that was a very highly regulated market where I had to be uh, vetted by the State Gaming Commission and and various other entities for about 60 different um, licenses, if you will. Um, So I'm real familiar with what it's like to be in a a world that is uh, regulated. So, um, you know, it it was an interesting and the kind of way I like to look at it is I've done a lot of different things and it's given me a lot of different perspectives on problems rather than thinking everything is a finance problem or a legal problem or an R&D problem. You know, they're all interrelated. And um, I've tried to, to keep this very wide view uh, over my career. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, having worn so many types of hats, 
seems like it gives you a pretty well-rounded perspective on just about any any business. Yeah, that's what I try for, certainly. Awesome. And, and f- by gaming, I'm guessing we're not talking about um, online racing games necessarily. No, no, we're no, talking no. about... Uh, yeah, casinos and, and that That's type right. of gaming. Oh, That's yeah. Right. Very yep. regulated, I'm sure. Yes. <clears throat> a lot of compliance. Like, yeah, I think the cannabis industry can relate. <laughs> yeah, I think of. so. It's, it's an interesting <laughs> parallel. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of the cannabis industry, which is why we're all here, um, how did you make that shift into getting into cannabis? And, and is there any kind of um, inspirational reason why you decided cannabis cannabis is where I want to be. Sure. So as part of my consulting, I uh, happened to work on a project with Rose Ryan, the parent of Kakuza. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a one-year project where I led a, a team of 13 people to help one of their clients uh, realize the, the value of a uh, transaction. It was a, a divestiture, a kind of complicated financials, and uh, it was a big success. Uh, we finished the project 90 days early under budget, so the client was quite happy. Mm-hmm. And it gave me a lot of insight into Rose Ryan and how unique it is. And uh, while I was working on the project, I got to know the folks at Rose Ryan, and they told me about their work in cannabis and so on. And uh, several months after that project was over, uh, they said, Hey, you know, would you want to work with us in, in growing our cannabis business? And I had gotten involved with the cannabis business through an investor that I know well, had asked me to look at a couple of cannabis companies he'd invested in, and that got me enamored with it. And um, when Rose Ryan said, you know, come join us and help, I got excited. And what excited me was the industry, the people, and the opportunity, all three of those things. Mm -hmm. And um, then Kakuza in particular, it was the opportunity, as we just talked about, to bring all these different experiences I've had working together with Rose Ryan, which has all the consulting capability, uh, to, to really go into a, a new field and help that field grow and develop. And I, I felt like it was a chance to get in on something. I know it's not the very early days, but it's still the early days of the industry sure. where most of my jobs, it's been more mature, larger, developed companies where the, the the room for movement or the room for opportunity to do new things is much more limited. Mm-hmm. So I just saw it as a, an opportunity to work with some great people and solve some problems that, um, you know, could be solved. And, and again, with my wide view, hopefully be solved in a way that maybe is unique for the industry. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it, we, we definitely need all the brain power we can get as we're uh, navigating through this federal legalization journey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, so Kukuza, uh, of which you are the CEO, um, is to help with the finance and accounting piece with the cannabis industry. Can you talk Correct. more about um, Kukuza and, and your role there and, and kind of what's going on with the company? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. So we launched the company in March of this year. And uh, the word Kukuza is a Swahili word. It means growth and potential. We really thought that captured what we wanted to represent uh, to the industry. And um, I, I like it. You know, it has a kind of ring to it. Um, I was wondering what the word meant. Thank you for clarifying that. Okay, yeah. Swahili, I like it. 
Yeah. So it's, um, you know, as you said, we're focused on providing financial tools and advice or assistance to operators to help them grow their business. And we're really looking at any stage of company from the early stage, assuming, you know, they have some capital, obviously, or even if they don't, you know, advising them on that, uh, all the way to well-established companies that are growing or acquiring. And we're, we're also looking at every segment. So we don't want to narrow our focus. Again, we think that'd be a mistake at this point. So we're trying to um, approach and add value to any operator at whatever stage they're at and whatever scope of business they may have. And we obviously approach it different ways depending on what those parameters might be. And the way we want to approach our customers, we start with what we call an assessment. So we can do this as quickly as two hours, interestingly enough, depending mm. on the size and the complexity, but take a quick look at where they are. What do they know about their company? What, what are their issues? What, how big are they? What's their licensing? How many entities do they have? You know, just some real basic facts, but then that tells us, okay, where would we want to work with them or where could we offer some advice or suggestions where they may need help. And we find a, a spectrum of capability. Some of the clients we go in have seasoned CFOs and they want to engage us to help them on a project. Some other companies we go in and they're, they're newer. They don't have, they might have a bookkeeper and they don't have a budget or they don't have some other things. So the assessment really helps us tune in on what that client needs rather than, mm-hmm. Hey, here's an answer. What do you need? Right? Mm-hmm. So it's, um, it, it builds a good connection fairly quickly. And then depending on what that, what that yields, we can you know, support them in a number uh, of different ways. And then what we're trying to do is the same things we're advising our customers, right? So we want them to, to build a strong financial foundation. So we're working on defining our own value proposition and solutions, again, with reference to what we learn from the customers. We're meeting with a lot of companies. I don't feel like every company I meet with needs to be a client. In fact, I look at every company I meet with as an opportunity to learn. And if there is work that we can do, great. And probably half the clients I meet, there isn't work we need to do. And that's wonderful. I learn about their business and, you know, that just adds to our capability. We're, you know, building out a set of tools to do for the analytics and assessment for the companies. And then obviously, delivering services. And then another really important thing to me is contributing back to the sector, right? So if we just kind of collect money from our customers and walk away and say, that's a good day, that's not enough for me. I think it's really important that we invest in the industry, invest in the sector with our expertise, sharing that, um, working with NCIA, working with other organizations so that we can help the whole industry improve rather than just we're here to make money. Got it. Got it. <clears throat> I really like the idea that, you know, you do an assessment or a discovery portion um, because you don't know what you need. Maybe you don't know what you don't know until you take a look at it. And then you know where you can actually apply some expertise and assistance. Yeah, um, and sometimes rather, the rather customers just, don't even know, right? Yeah. They think they know, but when we ask them some questions, they don't have the answer for it. It's like, oh, I hadn't thought of that before. And that then becomes a, a good conversation. Sure, sure. Nothing is one size fits all or, or cookie cutter. Everything That's is right, Bethany. Unique. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's take our first commercial break, um, and then we can come back and talk a bit more about uh, – 
best practices in in the cannabis industry from your perspective. So uh, we'll be we'll be right back, everybody. Stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. The National Cannabis Industry Association's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo returns to San Jose, California's McInerney Convention Center July 22nd through the 24th. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com and take part in the most influential, award-winning cannabis conference and trade show hosted by the cannabis industry's only national trade association. NCIA's Cannabis Business Summit and Expo offers attendees three days of engagement and interactive programs. Arrive early so you can participate in our pre-conference workshops and off-site tours. Join hundreds upon hundreds of exhibitors and thousands upon thousands of attendees at NCIA's 6th Annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, July 22nd to the 24th in San Jose, California. Register today at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. That's CannabisBusinessSummit.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z dot com. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio, and we're chatting with Dave Robertson, who's the CEO of Kukuza, um, focusing on finance and accounting support in the cannabis industry and for the cannabis industry. Um, so, so, Dave, let's unpack one of these big picture issues about the volatility of our industry, which which was exciting for you when you jumped in, but a little scary for some of us. <laughs> um, so despite it's right. um, slowly maturing, we are maturing and becoming more sophisticated as we go. There's still a lot of unknowns and regulations that can just change on a dime. Uh, so I'm curious your thoughts on on this exciting chaos in the cannabis industry. Yeah, I, I think it's a great uh, topic. And, uh, you know, I, I've always believed that chaos and volatility is not necessarily a bad thing. It really is a, a chance to create opportunity if you're prepared. And, and that's why we really focus on getting folks prepared, including ourselves. And, uh, you know, the, the two volatilities I think that are the biggest right now from, from my perspective, and there's many others, but one is certainly the regulatory landscape. Everybody talks about that, you know, licensing, taxes, banking, all the challenges with delivery across mm-hmm. borders, across town even. Yeah. Some cities say you can't, some cities say you can. The state then said, you know, it's, it's a, there's no clear answer on a lot of that. Right. But I think another volatility that is, I won't say new, but it's happening as, the, as things mature is the competition. A lot of new players are coming into the field, and it's the 
you hear the term the green rush, um, you know, I think players may come and then really don't understand or have the legacy knowledge, but they might have capital, right? So they, it allows them to play in a different way. Uh, supply and demand imbalance, imbalance is, is, I think, another thing we're seeing is, you know, California produces a lot but doesn't consume a lot. What do you do with that? And how's that addressed? And then if there's more supply than demand, prices drop, which is another volatility. And then I think another one that, that I think on the competition side, and we see this in technology a lot, was what I call commoditization. Right, so there's still some specialization. Hey, my product is different and special and better. Mm -hmm. But as things are more regulated and the thing, industry kind of settles out, I think dif distinguishing a product becomes very important. And if all you're competing on is price or volume, that's a little bit harder, right? So mm -hmm. um, that's another volatility I think that's going to play out over the next three to five years. Yeah, that makes sense. And and I was talking with some other people from our marketing and advertising committee. Um, they really feel that branding and, and your marketing um, is, is going to be uh, the way to distinguish your product from a sea of products uh, on a shelf for sure. Bethany, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And if, you know, name recognition of branding in this space will be very important over time. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, for sure. So um, do you have any advice or best practices here for dealing with maybe some of those things that you were mentioning or, or what ways these cannabis company operators can, can really get on top of these challenges? Yeah. So I think, and I call it getting your financial house in order. Um, and I, I'll talk a little bit more about that. But that's where I start. And, and, you know, great products and ideas and capital are super important. But if you don't have your financial house in order, you may waste or lose uh, the opportunity, right? I've already said there's a, you know, a spectrum of capability or foundation we find when we go out and talk to folks. Uh, but the, the key thing is having a set of financial systems and processes that help you understand where you are. And I, I call it one clear, simple version of the truth. And a lot of times when I, you know, well, what's your inventory? I'm not sure. What's your cost of producing, you know, an ounce of, uh, of buds, right? Or what, how, what's your burn rate? How much are you spending per month? How much are fixed costs versus variable costs? What's your cash flow? You know, those are all really important things that operators need to understand, but if they don't have a good financial system, how are they going to understand that, right? So they may say, well, I know how much cash I have. Well, that's great, but how much did you have last month? How much are you going to have next month? And what's your capital plans? Are you going to add another cultivation facility? Are you going to buy another dispensary? Um, you know, how are you taking that into account? So the first thing is just have a good set of factual accounting information that's you know one one clear simple version of the truth, and then the next thing is what I call um, a business and scenario plan. So you know have a view of okay here's where we are now here's our cost structure here's our revenue picture here's here's all that here's where we see that playing out we're going to buy this invest in that or grow our uh, dispensary because we're going to get better products in there we're going to market it better whatever, um, and then have uh, some scenario planning that goes with that. 
So for example, what happens if there's price volatility? What if the price you can get in the market drops by 50%? What does that do to your business? What if the price goes up 20%? What does that do to your business? Mm -hmm. What about demand? What about capital availability? So being able to look at some of these really important variables and say, what if? And then you can make some decisions and then you can kind of, again, if you're tracking this information about your business, let's say you're ahead of where you think you thought you would be, then maybe you invest more, speed Mm -hmm. up. Maybe you're behind. You say, well, wait a minute, maybe we shouldn't buy that next dispensary because we really haven't assimilated the one we just bought and it hasn't given us the profitability or the revenue or the cash flow or whatever the metric was that we were looking for. So I call that scenario planning, but, but having the good baseline and then building your scenarios off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it definitely takes a lot of thoughtfulness when we're dealing with yeah. you know, these kinds of big risks, truly. Um, That's right. And, and not everybody's used to these tools either, Bethany. I mean, it, you know, if you've never done it, it's like, it seems daunting, right? But, and it takes time. It's not something you build in a minute or two, right? Or even a day or two. But I, I think it pays off to put the investment in to do that. Yeah, yeah, very much agree. I mean, and and no man or company is an island and no, you can't do everything. So we we must, we need to connect with others. We need to rely mm-hmm. on on other experts because we can't be an expert on everything. So I building agree. that strong professional community is so important. Just so so very important. Yeah, we've we've tried to build a, a good community of um, what I call like-minded, um, you know, professional firms that, that for things like accounting and legal and tax. And, and we find that working with those companies and working with our clients, uh, it's a great thing. And so we, we've helped a couple of our clients solve problems that we just don't have the skills to solve by connecting them with people that really understand the, the industry and are committed to it. And, you know, we also find some folks that, oh, we're just in this, we're going to make a quick buck. Mm -hmm. Uh, We try to stay away from them because they don't really have the level of commitment that we think is appropriate to, um, to really provide valuable services. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. Um, I, 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 there, it is, it can be very chaotic in people who um, don't know the, the, the volatility when you lift the veil of what what it takes to make this industry go um will be in for a rude awakening when when they're in the thick of it i think and and mm-hmm. they're overwhelmed with regulations and compliance issues and investors and banking and um yeah i i i totally get it so um before we jump to commercial i mean it all this can be very stressful and scary but it is kind of fun and it is very fulfilling if you're the kind of person that does have a passion for the industry and is in it for the quote unquote right reason. So mm-hmm. all the stress and the sweat and the tears, I think is really worth it at the end of the day. And as we continue to make progress, um, both for our industry, um, economically, uh, but but also in the halls of Congress, um, it's... It's, it's so worth it. So for this strong industry community that we're building, um, it, it is, I, I, <laughs> I almost want to you know, like give a little um, 
uh, not self-help, but just like an inspirational, like hang in there, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So Bethany, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I, you know, I look at it as chaos and uncertainty can bring unprecedented opportunities. If again, have the foundation and have the commitment and passion, just like you said, and in my careers, my greatest successes have come during the times of the greatest uncertainty. And um, I, I've just experienced that many times. And that gets me excited because this is a period like that. And the, the success is there to be had for the folks that, you know, have that spirit you just described. Yep. Yep. Couldn't agree more. All right. We're going to jump to a, our last commercial break here, and then we'll come back and wrap up our chat with Dave Robertson of Kakuza. Stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Register before May 1st for an early bird discount of 50% off now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Join us for the 2019 U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo August 3rd and 4th in Miami. Register now at usccexpo.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. You've been listening to your host, Bethany Moore, from the National Cannabis Industry Association. And our guest today, we've been chatting with Dave from Kukuza, uh, talking big picture industry um, and uh, <laughs> giving each other a little inspiration to uh, stay and see how this all um works out in the end and, and successfully, I believe. So, um, and, and I think a part of that, obviously I'm biased, but being part of NCIA, which is uh, the largest 
National Trade Association and the oldest for the cannabis industry um, as we approach almost 2,000 member con- companies across the country. Um, that strength in numbers is a huge part of how we're going to get to success. Um, and now your, your company is part of it. And I think you understand the value as somebody who has been in a lot of C-suite roles in other industries as to why being a member of NCI is important. So could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I mean, when I joined, we had already joined as Rose Ryan. I said, okay, we need to join as Kakuza as well. So both firms actually are, are members today. And uh, we, from my perspective, I feel like it's a great place for us to be advocates for the operators in the industry. And that's a role I think you know, we can play. And I love the way that NCIA has taken that on. The other thing that from, from my perspective, you're a wonderful source or NCIA is a wonderful source of information and, and the opportunity to network and meet people. And we want to get, I personally, and we as a company want to get more involved with NCIA and uh, getting involved with the committees and some of the meetings and so on where we can, can play an active role. And uh, as I said earlier, giving back some of the, the uh, knowledge that we've had to improve the industry as a whole. Awesome. Yes, appreciate that. And and I do believe you'll have an opportunity to uh, share some of your knowledge at one of our educational panels uh, later this year at our fall conference, the California Cannabis Business Conference in Long Beach. Is that right? Yeah, we're excited about that. I'll be participating on a panel that will be focused on uh, banking, capitalization, and money management, which is obviously a very um, a big one. important topic for a lot of people. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. So that is in October. The website for that is CaliforniaCannabisBusinessConference.com. And before that, um, next month in July is our big conference, the uh, the sixth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, and that is July 22nd, 23rd, and 24th in San Jose, California at www.CannabisBusinessSummit.com. Um, I'll definitely be there. Uh, running around with the video crew as per usual, um, chatting with exhibitors and attendees and panelists and continuing to do uh, the awesome storytelling that I get to do. Um, and I love our educational opportunities. I love um, my, my that my colleagues really, um, they really make sure that the educational content is above and beyond it's um it's quite a process to go through all these speaker proposals um and try to fill just a handful of seats when we have so many great people and great speakers um it's definitely a challenge so um i hope everyone enjoys the panels at all of our conferences for sure so um, looking forward to learning from you at the your your banking money banking and money panel session um in october and yeah, um, we're looking forward to being at in uh, san jose in july it's right in our backyard so we're excited about that conference as well oh easy i like it when you don't have to fly places that's a good thing yeah <laughs> and and i also just want to mention our our smaller networking receptions that we host throughout the throughout the year and throughout the country it's our cannabis caucus evening networking receptions and our industry socials. Those are a nice way to just 
you know, pop in for an evening networking reception, mix with your industry peers, get connected, exchange some business cards and have a little fun. Uh, we like to, we like to have a little bit of fun, but also um, be informative and, and give you what you're looking for as, as, as you look to us for what's going on on Capitol Hill in DC for sure. Um, and then lobby days, of course, which we just had our ninth annual NCIA lobby days and it was amazing. And uh, I encourage Kukuza folks to, to make it out next year for the 10th annual. Yeah, it sounds great. We'd like to do that. Super fun. Okay, well, we have run out of time today, but I've really enjoyed chatting with you, Dave, and learning about Kakuza and how you guys are helping out the cannabis industry. So um, where can people find out a little more information about your company? Well, the simplest thing is go on our website. Uh, it's www.kukuzaassociates.com. As uh, Bethany said, that's K-U-K-U-Z-A Associates, all one word. And, uh, you know, uh, they can also reach me through that website uh, if they want. And Bethany, thanks so much for the opportunity to join you today. I, I really enjoyed the conversation. Absolutely. Thank you again for sharing your wisdom. And thanks to our listeners for tuning into another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.